0: All right, guys, welcome back to another Orange Couch podcast. It has been a while. I am uh, one of your hosts, Colin, your resident. I don't even know how to do this anymore. We've been and so a And I'm your resident dark, Will. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening today. Uh, Will's got some secret topics, but I will be talking about the six degrees of separation. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Orange Couch podcast. Hey! Guys, we're glad you came around Listen to this cool New thing we found A couple weird facts or a Movie review or the odd Existential question Or two. We don't know what We're doing. We've got no plans Just a couple cow's potatoes And we're chatting with friends If you like us, great. And If not, well, bye. If you Haven't heard us yet, then just give Us a try. Whoa! Take it now. Shoot it off at the mouth. We're coming to you live, live from the Orange Couch. All right, guys, like I said. You're <laughs> disgusting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They didn't hear anything. <laughs> he just burped, you guys. It was grotesque. I told Colin the other day that when he burps, he's not allowed to say, excuse me, <laughs> because he doesn't mean it.
0: Well... <laughs> I don't I say it in at least of uh an array of fourteen different character voices, <laughs> so <laughs> I probably don't mean it. you definitely don't mean it, but guys, listen, we've been gone for God probably a month now, you know it's just a lot of stuff's been going on, and I think just mentally we just needed a break because it just felt wrong to be talking about our usual while so much seriousness and
1: uh. Injustice was going on in the world. Full disclosure, we um, recorded an episode that will never see the light of day. It went straight into the recycle bin. It just um, needed it, it needed to happen for us to kind of get some stuff out. Yes, it was very cathartic, but at the same time, uh, we weren't really qualified to be talking about what we were talking about. Right. And we aren't normally qualified to talk about what we're talking about, but it doesn't normally do any harm. But this felt like it could potentially... Uh, Not Do what we intended for it to do. Right, So today we're back talking
0: about bacon grease. Right, right. It's not bacon grease. It's Kevin Bacon. You said it was six degrees of bacon. It's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Okay, guys, so listen. When I was in uh, psychology classes way back in the day in college, uh, I had a professor who wanted us to do any psychological study that had been done in the last couple years, but he only wanted us to really prepare for it very slimly. Like, it it wasn't like, hey, you have a whole week. It was like, all right, classes on Monday, on Wednesday, I want you to come in with, like, a 10-minute presentation of a real psychological study, but I don't really want you to delve too far into it. I just want you to get the base notes and see how broad you can make your presentation and, like, make us believe what you studied is fact. And so... I chose The Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon because I had heard about it sizzle, before. Sizzle, 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 It's Kevin Bacon of the Footloose variety, not bacon. I understand what eat. you're saying.
1: I'm just trying to undermine this.
0: <laughs> well, it's not stupid, <laughs> and you're going to see it's not stupid. So I knew about this. So basically what The Six Degrees of... Kevin Bacon was bleeding profusely from his leg over there on the orange couch. Don't stain the couch. It's not profuse. It's just um, significant. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyway, so the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, for you guys who don't know, is these college grads wanted to come up with a funny study, so they came up with this game called The Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. And what it is is that you can connect any movie and TV star living or dead, to Kevin Bacon in Six Degrees or Less. So, if you're really curious, there's a website called The Oracle of Bacon, and all you have to do is punch in a name of an actor or actress, and it will give you their number of bacon, right? So, we Will, just give me any random celebrity. Um,
1: why am I doing a random celebrity? Anybody. I'm just... But okay, let me ask you this. In order to be considered within the degrees of Kevin Bacon, do I ha- do I have to have like worked with the person who has worked with Kevin Bacon? Do I have to know a person? Yes, ha- it's can I have uh, well, met well, a person?
0: With, with the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, it is strictly you so just give me a celebrity and I'll I'll explain it when I put it in. Um,
1: um hmm. anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Coleman. I was trying to think of somebody really obscure, and I'm uh, disappointed that nobody came to mind that was really So, funny. Olivia Coleman, Um Can we back up and let me tell you who I really want you to do? Who? Who played? I'm Googling it.
0: Just by the way, Olivia Coleman has a bacon number of two,
1: but we'll go to the real one. This so is who I really wanted. Okay. But I couldn't think of her name. Miriam Margulies. <laughs> Would you like me to spell Margulies for you? How do you spell Miriam? M-I-R-I-A-M-M-A-R-G-O-L-Y-E-S. Okay. Do you know who that is? No, who is it? She she played Professor Sprout in the Harry Potter
0: movie. Oh, well, would you like to know her Bacon number, which is probably surprising? I'm going to say one. It's one. Yeah. Because she was in Balto with Kevin Bacon. Exactly. So, I will do... Ian McClellan.
1: Yeah. Is, is it, it McClellan f- or, no, or it's McClellan. it's McKellen. I'm okay. an
0: idiot. So he has a Bacon number of two. So basically Sir Ian was in The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey or any of The Lord of the Rings with Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood was in a movie called Beyond All Boundaries with Kevin Bacon. So he has two movies removed from Kevin Bacon. So he has a Kevin Bacon number of two. So, and I, and so basically, this is all fun and games with Kevin Bacon, right? But there's an actual study that went into what this really was, and it's called the six degrees of separation, which is the idea that any person, all people, are six or fewer social connections away from each other. Also known as like the six handshakes rule. So, like a friend of a friend, it goes back to all those like cliche things but what it on the broader sense it's this thing called the shrinking world or the small world theory that states that in the world there's however many 7 billion whatever people we all kind of think that we're very far removed from everyone or that that we that what we do doesn't affect other people or that that um you know that, that we're just these people that are far across the world have no bounds to what happens to me, right? But what this is trying to say is that the world is a lot smaller than you think because any one person in the world is really six de- six people or degrees fewer from me, right? So tell me what you think is stupid about this. <laughs> I just don't
1: understand. You still think
0: it matters?
1: Yeah, I just don't think it is relevant to much of anything. I think it is, though. Why? Because it
0: shows you how close you are to everyone. Yeah, but I don't
1: need to be shown that because I feel that. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that what it is? You
0: already you're you're of an enlightened state. You're on the astral plane already. I cried this morning
1: because I hit a butterfly. Oh my god! So well, I was, <laughs> well, just had I'm a rough day. day. An, I am in another.
0: <laughs> he's in another realm. I'm just saying. While he's bleeding out on get the get on my level,
1: guys. I I'm I. I think I am two degrees from Kevin Bacon.
0: I would 100% agree, and it was something I was thinking about in the car. Is I was like, you know, Will working with Disney.
1: Do I, that's why I was asking. Do knowing, I have to have worked knowing, with him?
0: Knowing and Tom Schumacher is that his name? Tom Schumacher. <laughs> Tom Schumacher Tom Schumacher's probably one degree away from a lot of people, and Will was one degree away from him. So Will's probably got. That's why I'm just asking. Really do I have low to know? numbers with a lot of people.
1: Them or do I have to have met them? Did
0: you ever shake Tom's hand? Um, yeah. Then that's it. I the mean, we the six handshakes rule. Well, I Will is zero degrees <laughs> from, from myself. Himself, <laughs> but even more important than that, he is zero degrees from what the f- I can't even think of the dude's name.
1: I'm I'm just curious as to. Chief by the dozen. Steve Martin. Steve
0: Martin. He's zero he met him in an elevator. That, but that's not true.
1: I'd still be 1 degree if Maria Margulies is 1 degree from Kevin
0: Bacon. I guess you're right, but that's what the movies though. This is this is I'm talking real psychology. Here. Yeah, but I think
1: Steve Martin is the only person who's 0 degrees from Steve Martin. Sure. I guess I just don't understand. I'm curious as to why they chose Kevin Bacon. And I'm not hating on Kevin Bacon. I think Footloose is uh, a a real thrill. You know, and I think
0: it could have been anybody. And I watched a TED talk with Kevin Bacon where he talked about this.
1: And he T- was To saying be fair, if we're going through Tom, I'm a four degrees from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> because Tom is three degrees from Kevin Bacon. Did you because search that? Because of Waking Sleeping Beauty. And then the other film, Square Roots, the story of, Bunch of Spongebob Squarepants. How do you spell Schumacher? And then Schumacher? the final movie, JFK.
0: How do you spell Schumacher?
1: S C H U M A C H E R. S C H What? Schumacher. <laughs> S-C-H-U-M-A-C-H-E-R. This is boring. You're going to have to cut this out. Why? <laughs> huh? What do you mean? I just spelled the name Schumacher twice.
0: People need to know how to spell it.
1: I just told you what movies they were. Anyway, from. I just think
0: this is a very interesting theory because I I just like to know that my world is smaller than it really is. I think it's fun when you, you know, meet somebody or talk to somebody either in a faraway distant land or parts unknown and you find out that you have a connection to them. Is that wrong? I think it's more I think it's a familiarity thing. It's kind of like the locals only syndrome. Where like when I am introduced to a new group of people or like I want or like I'm starting a new job or like start like starting college or or just being in different social circles, I think it makes you feel more familiar and comfortable if you know that somebody else in that group
1: knows somebody that you know or is even close with somebody you know. Okay, but the converse of this is ye old southern lady who's like you know, you know, Sabrina, and I was like, "No, I don't know Sabrina." Well, you know, her sister's uh, Janine. Well, I don't know Janine either, but she's the cousin of such and such and such, and such and such and such is her niece. I don't need to be any degrees from Sabrina. I don't need to know who Sabrina is for you to tell me the story of what you're about to tell me about Sabrina. So that's maybe, maybe well, I, fi- th- maybe I this, this <laughs> is a small town annoyance in me coming out. I think that is what that is because, like, I
0: think a small town annoyance that has you. That, that doesn't the make the story movies. any
1: funnier. To know whose <laughs> second niece now, they you are. Think,
0: now, now <laughs> tell me this. If the old lady would have come up to you and she'd have been like, so, you, you know Susie. What if you were like, yeah, I know Susie. Would it, do you think it would have made it more of a familiar story to you?
1: No. I think the only way it makes it better is if it's somebody incredible is to so say just like, your normal which is, Moe is not well which cut is to it. say like if somebody told me a story about some person who was um an uptight stick in the mud breaking loose and going crazy knowing that person and who they were would help or if it's the opposite knowing somebody wild and crazy did something really sweet for somebody that might help if I knew the person but if somebody's like telling a story about a your everyday Briar's brand vanilla person, it really doesn't matter a whole lot. Yeah. If I don't know them, I don't know them. I guess. I just, I I guess what I'm saying this. is if you say, Do you know such and such? And I say, No. Don't, don't, I give don't, me, understand don't give the, me the six degrees. Right. How, how, I don't understand.
2: I,
0: I don't understand the, the, the. I'm the like the tr- that with directions. Will hung up on me today like that because Will was trying to tell me where this house was. And he was like, it's over by so-and-so. And I was like, I don't know where that is. Is it by this? And then he just hung up. No, <laughs> that's not like what happened. I was like, well, dang. That's not what happened <laughs> at all. That is what happened. Colin that's said, what happened on my Colin side. Colin
1: said, where does this person live? And I said, I don't know. Let me get their address. And he said, is it on the south side? To which I responded in my head, I don't know what the heck that means. People of south Side and community so in Blakely, I'm sorry that Will doesn't know where you live. Yeah, and I don't care. Uh, you're going to have to send me your address if you want me to come over. And I'm probably not coming over, but say, but 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 then the, the the rest of that story is Colin started talking to somebody in real life. Okay, okay. And well I, I thought, <laughs> okay, okay. I thought, I thought, okay, here's my chance. I'm just gonna hang up and call the person whose address <laughs> I need. So I called that person, got the address, and texted it to Colin. That wasn't prompt. Which was the smart thing to do. I was leaving
0: this house, and I was in the highway. And this person ran out into the highway and beat on the passenger side <laughs> window, and I had to roll it down and talk to That's him. That's
1: intense as heck. It scared
0: the crap out of me. I'm not gonna lie. That's a lot. That's a lot. I that,
1: just I, if you're listening to this, don't th- run into the roads. Don't run into the road. Stay. It's
0: just just <laughs> wave at me and let me go. <laughs> like you don't have to beat on the window. But I just think this this, just, this theory. It's not. It's I, really I, not I, even I, a, my, a theory. Really, it's like it's
1: almost like. It could I, I guess th- I just don't understand why somebody's like, let's figure this out.
0: I don't I can't remember why. But Kevin Bacon was talking about it on his TED talk, which he was it was to promote one of his charities. Um and so he was just <laughs> like his dismay that these four college kids had come up with this thing He was like, "Why couldn't you have picked any other Kevin? Like, there's so many more like other Kevin's celebrities that you could have picked. Kevin Costner. It probably, I bet everybody is like zero degrees away from Kevin Costner. That man's been in a lot.
1: I think whoever they had picked, it would have become a meme type thing, right?
0: And this was in the this was in like I think the late '90s. Yeah, they it's a long time ago. It has been a while. But he used it as a means to start his nonprofit." So his nonprofit is called Six Degrees, and what it does is it gives celebrities an outlet to raise money, and I can't remember exactly what the cause was, but the, it, it's almost like a game in itself where, like, it's not, like, if you, you have six celebrities, and they have to raise money for so-and-so cause. All the money goes to that cause, but the winner um, gets money donated to the charity of their choice. But it's not who raises the most money. It's how many degrees from themselves they get to raise money. So, like, if I'm Tom Cruise and I'm the one person in those six, I have to get as many celebrities that are within six degrees away from me to also donate. And it's not about how much money. It's how many people you can get to donate. So that it raises awareness through more people rather than more money. Hmm. Now, I think they make a lot of money through it, but... I just think it's an interesting thing to think how how close. If we you all were can rich be. enough
1: in that game, couldn't you just give people money to give back to you? I think this is a flawed system. Tom Cruise is probably You're a cheater. I mean, not Tom, Tom Cruise. You're Tom, Hanks, having, no, Tom no, no. Hanks is definitely no, no, no. a cheater. No. You are Tom Hanks is a cheater. Well, Tom Hanks is those. a bad <laughs> person. <laughs> y'all, y'all. I swear to God, I'm going to kill somebody. Tom Hanks, think about it. He seems so nice so friendly he's probably a real probably turd probably on the side i'm just saying he's america's dad you can't talk about i'm just about kidding. Him like i saw a um uh, a trailer for a tv show on apple tv plus which while i'm in a sal- while i'm in a saucy mood let's just talk about somebody how dumb pissed of a name somebody pissed in will's f- cornflakes this morning today i just need y'all to understand apple tv plus is the most idiotic name for a t- television streaming service Period. What about they already have a device called the Apple TV? Either change the name of the device or change the name of the service. What about just like (laughs) I can't think of anything. NBC has Peacock coming out. Well, yeah, that's great. Make it make it a make it something about make it like Core TV, like the Apple Core. Do something. More interesting. Let's be. Let's not pretend like Apple ever names anything interesting. I don't interesting. Think, I think it, yeah, it's it's all numbers and iPhones. But that's bad. That's bad. Apple. So to 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 sum up this, Kevin Bacon was in Footloose, so he's good. Tom Hanks, <laughs> lovably evil, and <laughs> lovably Apple evil. really Apple, bad at naming things. Really bad at naming stuff. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say about six no, degrees of Kevin I don't. Bacon? <laughs>
0: You've pissed in my f- cornflakes too.
1: Thanks, no, Will. I, I do think it's interesting. I am glad to know that I'm only four degrees away from Kevin Bacon. I'm curious to see if I could get closer
0: will um, zero degrees away from Alan Menken, which I, I think is a, a travesty in itself. Nobody is zero degrees away from anybody. I'm one. He's one degrees away from Alan Menken. Look at this stuff. No, not well, it that. Well, that means me Jody t- Benson. You're at least I can go two. the
1: distance. <laughs> Roger Bart, two. Um, so, so. We'll has, segue we'll, into has something. we'll has
0: topics that he has not told me. So It's, it's going to be it's a shot a in the dark topic. for Colin.
1: Let's just talk about... Uh, let's just talk about like how our lives how you have to adjust your lives in an era of social distancing. Do you feel like you have had to like scale your personal goals for the year because of all this? I
0: <coughs> Here's the thing, and I'll say this out loud just so it's more real for myself. I don't know if I've ever been very goal-oriented. I just kind of go where the wind takes me. And I know that's not a great way to live, but it's very hard for me to make goals because I think I doubt too much about those goals being fulfilled. So it's been very hard in this era of COVID to set any goals because I already have anxiety about completing those goals and just knowing that there's another layer on top of it makes it kind of hard, which is kind of opposite in the way because I was like, I'm going to build a house, and so, like, my house is almost done. So, like, I did set a goal, and I am doing something. But I think in terms of, like, the personal stuff, you just – and I think everybody can agree to this. There are just some days when you're in a funk because of everything that's going on in the world just because there's so much going on now, you know. This year's just been wild. And I think everything – just has a magnifying glass on it because
1: everybody's sitting at home. Do people just like sit down though and say these are my goals? I think there are there are definitely people like that. I don't do that. I think every second of my life is me setting a bar for myself though, and like going towards it, and getting frustrated. Well, when I worked, one of, one of the the good things about,
0: and not good things about working at rehab, but like. Just working with addicts in general, like, they all, when they when they get to the point where they want to get better, um, one of the things in the 12-step um, program is one day at a time. And I think that's something that, like, anybody can live by. And I, so, like, in terms of, like, goal setting, I think I'm more so, like, uh, let me have all these little short-term goals, and if I can complete these, then I'm working towards something better. Does that make sense?
1: No, I'm a big goal person.
0: You're like, 10 years from now, I'm going to do this, this, and this?
1: No, I'm like...
0: 50 years from now, I'm going to no, do this? I'm li-
1: no, I'm like, I'm going to do this gigantic thing in a month. <laughs> why why set, why set a goal that's not... That's not a goal, that's a to-do list. <laughs> well, I, th- I don't know. It's like, with goals, I just question myself
0: so much about completing something I, I think one of my biggest flaws is that I'm scared to jump for something you know like if there's something I want or there's like a goal like I get up to the diving board and I like tiptoe to the edge and like look over and then back up and they're like alright we're counting you're going to run and jump off in three two one and I'm like oh no no, no do, start over start the count over again start the count over again. and I feel like I get in a loop of that like where I, I just won't just I just won't jump you know
1: why? I don't know. I think it's an anxiety thing. Yeah, but what's the the worst? Honestly, the worst that can happen in 99% of those situations is that somebody says no and you're disappointed. Well, it's either that or, like, it's, like, I think it's, like, this outer
0: image thing where, like, if I, every time in my life when I've done something big or something, quote, unquote, bad has happened to me, it's, like, my first reaction is, how are other people going to think of this? Or, like, how will other people
1: think? Oh, praise the Lord that I don't have that bone in my body at all. Well, it's like,
0: and it's not even, (laughs) but it's not even that I care. It's not that I care that they're like, oh, why is he doing this? This is stupid. It's like I'm scared to do it and then fail at it and then, then be like, well, we told you you shouldn't have done that anyway, you know? Like just to, just to give like a, a small example, like I left my job and started a new job in a field that w- is completely new to me in a sense of like doing it for real, but like I've loved like acting and doing voices and movies and and theater like I've loved that my whole life, but like to step out away from what you picked to picked to do in college, I just did air quotes, but what you picked to do in college to take it like a step away from that and to take a new job, if I were to not have that job anymore or, like, for some reason it just didn't work out, in my head, all these people would be thinking, like, oh, look at Colin. Like, this idiot did something that was a dumb decision. Look, we told you so, you know? I think it's imposter syndrome. Is that what they call that? Where you think everybody is thinking something about you? Like, you feel like you're
1: a fake? Nobody... Is paying that much attention to your life. Well, I, I know, but <laughs> I'm telling you, I know that. You're Murdoch in it. Oh no, I can't start doing that. I've been hanging out with you for yep. way too long. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Oh no. No, but I do find myself um struggling with uh like some longer term goals having to be changed because this year feels like it's kinda gonna be It's on a pause, bus. man. Like It's I, not on pause. It, what what would you call it then? Uh, it's it is suppressed. To me, it so feels like limbo. Oh, well, we, I don't feel that way. No. No. Hmm. Um, it feels like at the very beginning of quarantine, it was really good because I was just like barreling through a bunch of writing then it got to a point where it felt in terms of creatively like there was less oxygen because like because i feel like it's changed everybody so intensely that i don't even know how to write for the audience that will be after this is all over but i think i finally crested that hump a little bit um
0: well <laughs> Another thing is like, and this is something I saw early on in quarantine, and I I think to an extent I might use it as a crutch in a situation, but like even though we're creative people, if I come out of this whole quarantine thing and I haven't made the next best thing or done the next best thing or written the next best song, I don't think I can hold that weight over my head because there's extra added anxiety and there's extra added there's more stakes to things, you know?
1: But there's not. There's just more time. Yeah. Any pressure that you are putting on the stuff you're writing is just stuff what you've done. Right. And that's the thing. I had a conversation with somebody the other day that did not go uh, according to my plan. Um, and they said something that really uh, sent me into a spiral about something that I've written lately. And they called me uh, the next day to kind of apologize. Well, um, that might not be... Well, I'll say apologize Smooth it over for it. And they their ap- apology included saying, I'm sorry that I added pressure to something. And I said, you didn't add any pressure. The standard that I hold myself to as a writer is much higher than anybody else's standard could be right. for me. So the pressure that... I have put on myself. It's not increasing because somebody else is is giving me notes or waiting on a script or something that 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 doesn't change because I'm not looking to please I, obviously if you're writing a script to put in front of people, you want the people who see it to enjoy it and take something out of it. so obviously, I am writing that script for people. But at the end of the day, the person I'm trying to impress first is myself, not somebody yeah. else.
0: Well, I think uh, one one quality about like your writing that I think that I don't do that I think really helps is that I think I write a lot of of things, mostly just music and poetry. But like I don't I don't give it to other people to test out, you know. But and I, but I, the thing the thing that I see some of the stuff that I've like read that you have written, it's kind of like you hand it out to a few people and like there have been some things you've written even before quarantine that's like maybe maybe you don't think it's where it needs to be but maybe you don't see it how it is because you are the one that wrote it. Does that make, it's not that it's not what you want it to be but like maybe you have some questions about it or maybe you think there's a little sticky part in it or something but then like somebody like me or somebody, even somebody else that maybe not is, like, one of your best friends, so, like, there's not that added, you know, whatever. Like, oh, he's just saying that because, you no, know, he's around uh, me a lot. But you get to see those other things where, like, if you have something and you think it's crap and then everybody else like, dude, this is not
1: crap. Like, this needs
0: to be worked on more, you know? Most of the
1: time I don't give somebody something if I think it's crap. I honestly, this could sound bad, but most of the time by the t- if it's a if it's a, if it's a significant if it's a significant number of pages i didn't ever think it was crap do you know what i'm saying cuz if, if i thought it was crap i stopped before i got to that point but i think what i i think what i i was listening to um, big magic by elizabeth gilbert again a couple of weeks ago it's good stuff and she really lays out some stuff about living a creative life that i think is really important but one of the things that she says is that for her, it's important that she not share anything that she's writing until she's done with it because sometimes it takes the the air out of it or the magic out of it or the drive out of it. And I think for me that's actually a little bit different because like for instance with um, my script for Orion and the Goat Man, I would write a chunk and send it out and it felt like I was accountable to get the next section done so that that story kept going. right? But at that in that situation, I'm not really looking for feedback so much as just, like, motivation to keep going. Yeah. Then after I'm done with the draft and I'm letting people read stuff, I'm kind of just trying to get their gut emotional reactions to it to see what confirms what I'm feeling. Because it's like if somebody else can put into words something that I can't, sometimes that helps shape the next draft of it. Right. Um. All right. now let's do some rapid fire Corona questions. And like by rapid fire, I don't mean that rapid fire. How do you how are you feeling about um hugs right now?
0: Uh, I'm a big fan of hugs.
1: But are you hugging people?
0: Um, I'm. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm very. Here's. I'm. If it's my family, and like. I know, because I know my family. Like, we've all been pretty isolated. I'm not so, like, ooh, about hugs. But, like, if if I just run up on somebody in the street, and they're like, oh, hey. Estimate how many hugs you've had
1: since March quarantine began. Probably 15. Oh, interesting. I'm thinking I'm sitting at three, maybe four. Hmm. Interesting
0: and I think maybe one of those was not a direct family member, because we I, had, we had like Father's Day and then um maybe a, like not on Papa Chuck's anniversary there were there was two things specifically we all went to the cabin for one and then we were all at my house for father's day recently
1: i only one of mine was a family member, and the other three were like. Three degrees from <laughs> three Will degree, Murdoch. Three degrees from Will um, <laughs> Murdoch. <laughs> but then uh, how are you feeling about handshakes? Those are a little more dicey to me. I did shake somebody's hand they the other both day. We shook
0: the same person's hand <laughs> the other day.
1: And I'd, I wasn't nervous about it, but I also was like, why should this be the one person but whose hand I shouldn't have shaken? What was,
0: what was okay about it is that he wasn't like he asked, in your face. Yeah. He like, can I shake your hand? He was
1: like, I don't know how to do this. Like... And he definitely thought I didn't want to shake his hand, so he definitely wasn't going (laughs) to extend it. But I was like, uh, rude.
0: But I think (laughs) I'm a little more leery on handshakes because they're so widely used. Like, uh, normally, especially around here, it's like when you meet, not even meet, like when you see somebody you know, you're like, oh, hey, man. Like, you know. But why is that? I don't know. I think it's like a. I want to say it's probably something like male patriarchy, like BS, like. Like, we're two men meeting, so haha, like, here's my respect. Like, and like, maybe that's not
1: the case. I had somebody pat me on the back the other day while I was, um, and you're like, don't touch me. And it did catch me off guard. I was not bothered by it, but it did catch me off guard because I guess I haven't been touched a whole lot during all of this. And so I was like, oh. (laughs) And then, um, now here's the other thing Are you wearing masks when you go into stores and places?
0: If I'm in a big city,
1: I am. So I have not been doing this a whole lot in the beginning, but in the past couple of weeks, I've had two masks in my car, and if I go into any kind of store, I've been wearing them. Um, Now, do I think I could do better? Probably so. Because I I don't know. I've just read a bunch of stuff that made me think I should probably do it. Well, there's a lot
0: of graphs (laughs) and stuff around about, like, if we're both not wearing masks it's like 98% you're probably going to get it if they got it and like if they're wearing a mask and you're not it's like 18 and then if you're both wearing a mask it's
1: yeah it's you significant know? and and the thing is that the numbers in Georgia are going up and i just think well if this is r- going to help me or somebody else maybe it's something i should do But I will say, I mean, it's challenging because you go in, and so many people are not wearing masks, and then you feel stupid. Um, But I'm just going to try to stick with it.
0: Well, I think one of the things that is not helping, I think, and another thing about being just in our area is, like, a lot of people see a mask as, like, an overreaction. Right. Right, because, like, take somewhere like China or Japan, like... People were wearing masks outside, like... During flu
1: season before, for years. Bef-
0: for years and years, they've been wearing masks, you know. And I can remember even being at Troy. We had a large international population, and they would wear masks around Troy, you know. And, like, I, I just think that us around here in America, like the home of the free, and, like, we just we do what we want. And, like, if you're wearing a mask, like, you're overreacting because it's not a big deal anyway. But, like, I mean, it definitely has turned out to be a huge deal,
1: well, here's my thoughts on it is I think that if that science is true that we were talking about with that graph where it shows like the the infographic where it shows that a mask two masks really do reduce it that way, then I think that there should definitely be a mandatory mask rule in public places. Until that is the case, people just aren't gonna do that. Yeah. And the second thing I'll say is you can you've seen a lot of videos of like people like yelling down people for um trying to make them wear a mask. I've been a lot of Karens yelling about how for a mask sure. s- makes for it sure. hard to breathe. I'm very curious to understand what kind of mask they're wearing, though, because I am very unbothered by a mask. The only problem for me is that it fogs up my glasses, but it doesn't impede my breathing at all. Yeah. I, oh, think, I think it's just, I think it's just, and just something... And nor is it that uncomfortable. I think it's
0: just something that's just... It's one of those things where, like, if you don't see... And I had a talk like this really early on in the pandemic with one of my friends. is like, until you see the ramifications of this thing very close to home, people probably aren't going to take it that serious, you
1: know? Yeah.
0: Like, until your grandma gets it or your your brother gets it, like, you're not going to... Because you don't see that. We're so removed from... Do you know anybody personally who has had it? I still have not known anybody that I would say very close personally has it.
1: I know somebody. Like I know
0: it. of people but like as far as like my immediate social circles, I don't know somebody who's had it.
1: I know somebody. Um them right here. No, I'm I'm just definitely kidding. not. <laughs> but like there's somebody I would not say like I'm close with them but I come in contact with them. Right. Maskless. <laughs> Maskless. I mean, I have it. I let them lick me. But, like, I could see a world in which it happened. Sure. Um. Well, that's very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Let's also, while we're talking about discomfort, I was thinking about it today. I think what made me such an um, obnoxiously... Let's just say obnoxious, like teenager, is my was my fear of discomfort, and I don't mean that in a physical sense. I mean it in a like a emotional or mental sense. Like I think the, a lot of the reasons for things I did that I don't like, looking back, in a, in terms of like not being able to, like, really understand other people's problems or all the little white lies I would tell to try to get myself out of trouble. Like, you know, somebody wanted to hang out, but I didn't want to hang out, so I'd be like, well, I'm actually doing this on Saturday. And they'd be like, oh, okay, and then I wasn't really doing that. I was just doing it to get out. Like, all that stuff, I think, stemmed from uh, a discomfort instead of just being like, no, actually, this Saturday, I'm just going to chill and do nothing. And I think I'm very curious to know... How one learns comfort to be comfortable with discomfort, because I think that would benefit the globe if people could be a little more comfortable living in discomfort well, I
0: think it's it's this illusion that that like if you text me i mean i I know there's been times where I've like texted you and been like hey, you want to hang out tonight? And you're like, no, I need to do this or I'm doing something. And like, I think in my mind, if I was you and somebody texted me and was like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? Like, if I were just like, no, I've got something to do. Like, in my head, it's like this illusion of like, they think that like, I just don't want to hang out with them or they think like, I'm just blowing them off. Even if I was just blowing them off, like, it's, it's like this illusion that that people have way more invested in you than you think.
1: I guess though if you're if you're worried that somebody okay, say you're worried that somebody is going to think you're blowing them off cuz you don't want to hang out with you and you're afraid they're never going to ask you to hang out again, you just say, "Hey, I've got to do this, but hopefully we can do something soon." Oh, that's one thing the that end. I started
0: doing like in college or right when I started getting out of college, it's like I'm not a big Snapchatter, but like I have some friends from college that'll send you like they send a lot of Snapchats. And so one day, it was when I, it was when this guy was leaving college. Uh-huh. We were like, you know, saying our goodbyes and and talking to him, you know. And and I said, hey, I said one thing that you do that I don't want you to ever stop is like you Snapchat people a lot, and I don't ever want you to not do that because it's not that I don't appreciate it. It's just I don't use this a lot. And the same thing. I have a lot of friends from college that call people a lot. You mm-hmm. know, like I have a buddy that calls me pretty regularly. And like one day I had not answered for like a month, and and I I was like, please don't ever stop calling me because I do appreciate it. And even though I might not answer for a long time, like I'm one day I'm going to call you back or wha- like those yeah. times that I pick up or those times that I need to call you, I'm going to need you, and I want you to still be there and not think that I'm just blowing you off.
1: And those Uh kind of people, I think, are special. That can check up
0: on people normally, like, regularly.
1: There's this thing I do, and sometimes I can't decide if it's weird or not, but sometimes I'll just randomly get on a spurt where I, like, will send somebody a message that I haven't talked to in years and be like, hey, I just want you to know I keep up with you on Facebook. I think you're killing it, and I can't wait to be able to say I know you. I knew you before you were, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) sometimes I think... You know, hopefully that's making somebody's day. And sometimes I'm like, man, they probably think I'm a weirdo.
0: They, they think they're like, God, but this, like this guy just wants to know me when I'm famous. No, I mean but like I mean they're more they're more specific <laughs> like, no, I get than it. that. No, I and, mean there's a guy from college and I keep up with him on Facebook, um, and he He didn't really know what he wanted to do, his grades probably weren't the best, but like now he's like about to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, This dude is just gone from Zero to, to hero. Yeah. Like, Her like, a hero, like Parky is a hero. I like keeping up with that guy because, like, it's like those people that you really didn't think—not that I thought he would amount to nothing—but it's like you just think you know where where their track is headed, and they go in like the complete opposite direction, and they're like super successful. And I'm like, I, I appreciate being able to see that that kind of glow up from somebody.
1: What's your goal for the rest of 2020? Your personal and creative goal
0: my personal goal now this is probably uh I don't know it's one of my personal goals for 2020 is to stop being so anxious about the unknown because I think that's one of my biggest problems nowadays especially just with the heightenedness of COVID-19 and like all this stuff around injustice and, and you know, like racial inequality and, like, all this stuff, like I'm having to, to talk myself out of it because all of the outcome is unknown as of now, right? Like, and we hope, and, like, you can look at figures, and things are probably going to turn out good, and I hope they turn out great. But, like, just the fact of knowing that 2020 will shape such a different, place in the world and American culture, it's kind of scary for me and I get kind of anxious sometimes of like, oh well what, what's my life going to look like in 2021 when all this stuff is behind us or is coming to an end and is changing the way society is um, and I, I think that's something, that is a goal of mine is like I want to I take every day as it comes and not be so much worried about what you know, what? what is this stuff that we're going through going to do to the world? Like, instead of being anxious about it, like, be more hopeful about it and not worry about it so much and just know that, like, it has, you know, the potential to bring about a nicer and more equal world, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I can't live in anxiety in the way I do that you do oh, I was trying not to say that because I was like that sounds judgy and I don't mean it that way, but like if I'm anxious about something I have to I have to try to um to sort that out well effectively, quickly. my drug is people
0: I have figured out that and and what I do think is I think being in this house by myself is I hope it helps it because I think it will force me into a world where I do have to live with myself and I do have to, to change the way I think about things. Because right now I would say that my most addictive drug is people. Because I can't, it's hard for me to be completely by myself.
1: Not in a scary sense,
0: like I, I don't like myself. I
1: think that it has become a necessity for me. And apparently... To be by I yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to have... Like Today was clearly one of those days where I just really needed to be by myself. Right. And I think I could have functioned we'll better. away
0: into the unknown into a monsoon today. <laughs>
1: I was really afraid you were going to have a car the crash The truck almost
0: flipped on the way out of Cockroach. I'm not kidding. The, the wind was blowing so hard. The rain was going sideways. And I was like, we'll sit me out in this monsoon. I really thought, I really, it.
1: as soon as you left, I was like, if he has a car wreck, I'm going to be so pissed at him. Because I'm going to feel that guilt the rest of my life. So I already I'm hit the back did. of a bus. It's not like I can get much worse. Um, yes, th- you can. You could be dead. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, but I guess... What I don't even remember what track I was on. The other goal here's 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 the
0: physical goal. I want to write more music, and I really really need to learn more musically. And I got that piano so I could do it, and now the piano's broken, and I'm pissed about it. And I think that getting it <coughs> getting it fixed or buying a new one, being in the house by myself is going to help because I like to write and experiment on music and things. When I'm by myself more, just because there's no added stress of like my family being in the living room and the piano is right next to the living room, so like I don't feel like I can go full out. But like, I just like to be in my own headspace when I do that kind of stuff. So I do think being in the house by myself is going to help me to do that more. Um, But it's like I tweeted. I tweeted, and I really do think it still stands. Like I hope we all come out of 2020 with more empathy for people, more empathy for other you know ethnic backgrounds or race groups like i hope we have more empathy for each other just as a human species because there are people that don't have it as good as we
1: do you know I, and i think I, here's the thing i honestly think that covid-19 put us put brought us to such a standstill that this is a time where change to dismantle systemic racism Will actually happen in a real way that is hopefully sustainable. And if you're listening and like those words just gave you hives and you're stressing out because we're talking about this, just like, just find some find some sources that might not necessarily align with how you think, and s- just hear them out, see what they have to say. They might change your mind a little just test bit. Test them out. Um, because let's talk about uh, well, before I s- tell my personal goals. Let's just talk about discomfort (laughs) discomfort is having a really genuine normal healthy conversation among people that you're close to turning into something very um combative combative (laughs) and (laughs) uncomfortable right especially when i'm a person who when i get uh I have a lot of rage that will show up we'll sassy out of nowhere. will back on you. No, like I... I'm just kidding. In certain situations, I cannot control the rage that will come out of me. And I was very relieved that when I found myself in a um, tricky conversation with some loved ones, I was able to stay very, very calm when they were unable to. Uh... And it was hard. So, like, I'm really proud of all these, like, young people that I see who are, like, having respectful and meaningful conversations with people in their lives because I know exactly how hard that is. And you guys keep going. Keep doing it. Um, But my personal goals for the rest of this year are... um, (laughs) The first thing that popped into my head is not radio-appropriate. Um my personal goals for this year are want a podcast That's not um radio, will. to be just to keep pushing back against like things that I do that I think are part of who I am that maybe aren't. Um I'm really Like push ho- back on yourself? Yeah. Okay. Like I know I know some of my flaws that that people think are just part of who I am that I'm like, oh, I could probably fix that." And then um or that I've told myself are part of who I am. Uh and then the other thing is is that we like, you know, we don't really know I don't really know what swamp gravy is gonna look like. I think this year is gonna look different Woo! no matter what <laughs> no matter which option we get to take in terms of um script or venue or uh timing of when we get to do it. It's going to be a different situation, and my goal with that is to make it an experience that is completely different and really memorable for people so that they can be like, man, we went to see that 2020 Swamp Gravy, and they, they did something crazy cool um <laughs> to do it on a budget of twelve dollars <laughs> and then I spent, I
0: spent that 12 on uh paint scrapers today
1: my personal goal is uh i've started a new screenplay and i'm very very happy with like the first 12 pages of it and Have I, I read this i don't know it's new new um no i mean i think i mean I've, i think i've seen it okay um but i'm very excited uh about it because it it's dealing with some ideas that are cool to me and it's southern and spicy so i'm ready i'm ready to see where that goes which brings us to our last is this the secret this is the secret topic this is the one here's the thing guys this one surprised even me (coughs) boy because this article popped up on me and uh and I'm, I'm, we're gonna, I'm issuing us a challenge, and I think it's gonna be very, very hard for both of us, Mm-mm. very hard. Um, the first question I'm gonna ask you though is not related in the way you're gonna think it is. So okay. get out your phone and go to your settings. We're going, we're checking out our screen time because last time we tried to do this, uh, my screen time was turned off. Remember?
0: Yeah. Well, boy, mine is gonna be real low because my phone broke a couple of days ago. I know, but, uh,
1: but when did you get your phone back?
0: Eep. Saturday. Last Saturday.
1: So we'll just do it for the week. Okay. Well we'll do it we'll just check the last couple of days. Okay. Go go from Sunday to today. Well, I don't know if you can do it like that. You so can. do you want to start on Sunday? Yeah. Um so let me go back. No, that's la- that's weeks. Show this
0: week. So um disclosure. Um a couple of weeks ago and I think this is something everybody should do at least once in their life, I deleted Twitter and Facebook off my phone and I'm not gonna say it's changed my life, but I find myself not reaching for my phone as much. And I find that I'm a little more positive because I think sometimes Twitter and Facebook can just be you just barrage by people that really you probably don't care about just spouting their opinions like left and right and it just stresses me out so i deleted those and i do check them on my computer from now and again but like going to them every day is just not a thing for me anymore um which will explain why also guys some of these don't things are different. don't forget
1: that you should get to choose who you follow right um purge All right, them, so Sunday, folks Sunday, what's your screen time in terms of hours and minutes?
0: My screen time on Sunday was four hours and 22 minutes.
1: Oh, no, I was 5'3". All right, so Monday.
0: Three hours and 28 minutes.
1: Oh, dang, <laughs> I'm 5'10".
0: Tuesday, three hours and 45 minutes.
1: Was that yesterday? Yes. Oh, no, guys. What are you at? What, what did you, I do? What? Was that the day of the auction? Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. Maybe that's why. I was at seven hours yesterday. Holy
0: crap. I wonder why. Wednesday, today, I'm at three hours and two oh, minutes. Oh,
1: girl, it's because I watched two episodes of Netflix. <laughs> that's why. And today? Today,
0: I'm at three hours and two minutes.
1: I'm at three hours as well. Um, My average scroll is down. three though. hours and 30 minutes. Scroll down, though, to your... Most used app.
0: My most used app. Oh my God, is TikTok. How long? Three hours and forty-nine minutes.
1: Oh my <laughs> God, Colin.
0: <laughs> That's on
1: average. No, no, no! Don't do it on average. Just let's go. Let's pick a day. What day you want to pick?
0: On Sunday. Let's do Monday. On Monday. Monday's just
1: like an everyday day.
0: Monday, I was only on it for thirty-seven minutes.
1: Okay. What about Tuesday?
0: Tuesday, I was on it for forty-six minutes. Don't ask Wednesday. How? No, what was Wednesday? An hour and 21 minutes. (laughs) Sunday was an hour and four minutes. This went today. Today was an hour. Yes. And what? An hour and 21 minutes. Y'all, TikTok is my life. It's the new vine, and I cannot
1: help it. So, I was on Facebook for. Here's the thing. I. Freaking hate Facebook. My, so my what was dad. I doing on there for fifty-four minutes today? It would probably responding to people for that auction. You guys, if I had, if I didn't have to use Facebook for my job, I, I would not have Facebook anymore, except maybe to go back and look at old pictures. Facebook is a wasteland. Well,
0: on a creepy level, you, you can use Facebook
1: to find people. You know,
0: like people you might know, like oh, you know that person. I'm Like oh, let me see what they look like.
1: I don't buy into that. You know that person game. <laughs> What what was your second most used app today? Okay, mine was Messages, which will be a surprise to everybody who I didn't respond to.
0: Here are my apps. TikTok, Instagram, Safari, my phone, and text messages.
1: What do you mean my phone? Like phone calls. Oh. Mine is 54 minutes on Facebook, 49 minutes in Messages, Notes, Safari.
0: I got some IMDB in
1: there. And then Instagram. The
0: internet movie database helps a lot.
1: I don't have that app you today. Need I, to get I, it. I feel like I probably should. Um, so I basically what I'm telling you guys is I'm getting rid of my phone. Um, so if you need me, um uh, send a smoke signal. And, and also, here comes the real challenge. So I read this article today. Oh no. Um, and it was an article about how the apps on our phone are candy coated colors. So that they release endorphins in our brain and make us want to pick up our phone and use them more often. And that this particular article of this, the writer of this article um, was really intrigued by the science behind that and decided, To do a test to see if it really did anything. Listen, I know for certain. So app developers
0: hire psychologists because I had a guy come talk at one of my classes. Well, about designing the face of an app. I might need a a psychologist
1: Um, because for the next seven days until we record again, we're about to make our phones entirely black and white.
0: Oh no! How do you do that?
1: So go to your settings app. Okay. And then general. I'm down for this. General. Um, and then accessibility.
0: It's got to be an accessibility. General. No, there's an accessibility setting.
1: Wait, what? General oh. control So center. this must be an older article. Right. So I'm just going to search accessibility, and then you're going to go to... Audio, visual. Display accommodations. Do you see it? No, it's probably going to be
0: audio, visual,
1: no, maybe no. not.
0: Mm, it'll it'll be on here somewhere. Um, display and text size. Go to display and text size, and then go to
1: color filters.
0: Color filters.
1: Huh? And then just hit that.
0: Oh no! <laughs> so we're in black and white for a week.
1: Oh no! Oh my god! Y'all, this do it with insane. us. Do it with us, guys. So, so okay, go to accessibility. My wallpaper looks good, though. Go to ex- I'm definitely going to get a new wallpaper. You're going to accessibility. You're going to, uh, what was it, display? Yes. So display and text size. And then, then, go then you're going to hit. You're going to scroll down to color filters, and you're going to turn on your color filter and make it grayscale. And so we're going to see if this um, lessens our screen time. So... Let's see. Let's just put put a marker here. Today, what was my screen time? I was right at three hours and 30, but it seems like my average was closer to th- four or five, um, which is kind of alarming. What I do a lot, guys, too, and I think I might need to delete this out. When get I'm the watching TV, time? I just oh, searched a... it in my settings. Three hours went, and 40 minutes. How do I find my average?
0: You just click screen time.
1: Uh huh. Oh, and it says it immediately. Y'all, my daily average is five hours and twenty-six minutes. Dude, that's a Do you know why this is? Hour and a half. Do you know why this is? On. It's because when I'm watching TV at night, I play Spider Solitaire to keep oh, my mind occupied. It. But that's I, that's gotta See, go. I'm busy, I'm
0: busy playing video games, so I can't touch my phone.
1: Oh, I definitely have to. Oh no, these are. <laughs> this is gonna get really hard to find apps because some apps I only know by color. Um, I'm gonna have to get a new.
0: Wait, I can't play Best Fiends anymore. Dang,
1: y'all! I have to match colors. Well, they have shapes. Well, look, this is gonna, this is gonna, oh, this is gonna, gonna be, be, be an interesting gonna challenge. It's gonna be hard. I think this is gonna be hard. <gasps> y'all, what about Netflix? I don't watch anything. Oh on phone. God! Hold on, let me see. I'm gonna start an episode. And see if it.
0: Listen, I, what I'm saying, <laughs> what, what I'm saying right now is you better not change it. And I'm watch not. Netflix I'm ready. And change it back.
1: No, oh no, and I if I change it if I if we give up I'm not giving We're up. We're not giving up. I'm gonna try to commit to this. I also think this could be one of those quirky things that people see and they're like, oh my God, his phone is black and white. And I'm like, yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> we Jill broke it. Um,
1: that's interesting. Somebody's car alarm's going off. I didn't off. know. Is it a break in? I hope it's not mine. You guys, let's let me finish you up with one um little sad story. I got pulled over the other. It's my think car. It's one of our cars. I think <laughs> it's my car. <laughs> oh, there's a break in. <laughs> Um, it was my car. Oh no! It was it was trying to get me to tell this story the other day on the way here to my house from Conquest. I got pulled over literally. Oh, so funny! I was behind him. Literally within fifty yards of my house, guys. I rolled through a stop sign. It was very warranted that I got pulled over. I was I was pulled over directly across the street from my second grade elementary school teacher's house. We were just house, ready to eat steaks, and I was just hungry and tired. And I rolled through a stop sign. So here's this is my warning: like, make sure as you're coming out of quarantine and moving around more and more, make sure you remember how to drive because some people, including myself, do not. Right. I think that's my last words. No, we don't have last words. We're going
0: into the watch list. Oh, the watch list. And we have watched numerous things, so we need to get into a good watch list. Um. So do I'll. I'll go first. I'll talk about the movie we watched most recently, and it's called
1: Looks That Kill. Looks That Kill.
0: Looks That Kill. Listen, this movie's got Brandon Flynn in it. If you don't know who Brandon Flynn is, he is a, a football player, Justin Foley from 13 Reasons Why. Um, do not
1: do not distill him down to that. <laughs> Guys, this guy, I think I'm he's going to be a star. He's yeah, one of the best, like, out of this all movie? the crap
0: that's in 13 Reasons Why that I'm currently trying to finish. All of it, like, he is a standout, you know? Yeah,
1: but also this is this is um, a, a warning to all the kitty bops out there watching 13 Reasons Why. Um, I watched that show. I enjoyed it. It is very problematic. Do not Super take any of their, advice, their or advice or follow any of their all. actions. Those kids are really Idiots. dumb. Really dumb. Anyway, this movie, y'all, it's like
0: he was born with such good looks that when people see his face, they die. So he wears, like... Bandages like, bandages like the invisible, circa man. invisible man 1930 like and so and it's just a it's like a little, it's like a sweet movie it's got like it's it's got its own style like it's
1: quirky i don't think we need to say anything else though this oh is a no, movie definitely. that i think we can both say is like this should be a movie you watch yeah, like it's a good one if you if you if you like only action flicks with lots of explosions skip it but if you like like a heartfelt funny Coming movie. of
0: age. I'll say it's coming of age. It's yeah, sure. It's just a good um, movie. What else have you been watching? Well, last night I watched Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time. I've known about it. What would you think? I know of it, but I had never watched the whole thing. Did it stand up? It was a romp and a riot, and I get the cultness of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I get like the cult following of it. I won't say it's my favorite movie, but I did enjoy it as just a piece, like, in the lithography of movies that I just got to experience, and I thought it was fun.
1: Um, I am trying to think of all the things I've watched lately. I am currently about halfway through the three seasons of Dear White People. Y'all, I cackle, and I cry, and I say, oh, no. (laughs) Because, I mean, today I watched an episode while I was eating my lunch and I like had to put my head down because I was laughing so hard. Um, It is so interesting and timely and I love seeing stories like that that are not about people who look like me. (laughs) Um, I do think that's one thing that I will say that
0: we have both kind of done. Is like step out of like your own bubble when watching
1: stuff, you know. Yeah, but I think I think I I think that's something that's not I, well new.
0: I, mean, I, I think I've been doing that for a while. But yeah, like I, I, th- I think that's for other people. Like step out. Like if all you watch is Yellowstone and Longmire, oh and that's shit! I'm just saying,
1: Colin's throwing rocks, y'all. If that's He's throwing rocks. If, if all
0: you watch is like Down on the Ranch and like. <laughs> Like, Law & Order SVU, like, please branch out, because there's so much more storytelling that needs to happen. Oh,
1: speaking of, like, an experience that I I had no concept of... um. Unorthodox. Oh, that uh, was a uh, on ooh, Netflix. A rough watch. It's a mini series about a girl escaping from an extremely, extremely conservative, like Orthodox, orthodox Jewish Jew. commit co- community commi- committee <laughs> community. Right. Oh, it was beautiful. It was very. It was. It was very powerful. I
0: stumbled upon that one just because I do not like subtitles, and I've, I've watched it.
1: Um, you just you just spoiled the surprise for them. Well. We could have hooked them. <laughs> It's not, it, I, a lot of it's in English, but there's a lot that's in Yiddish as well. Um, but it was very interesting to see about that culture that I didn't really know anything about. Um, what else have I been watching? I, I don't, don't know, God, know. it feels
0: like 27 years since March, like it's just, it's like a lot.
1: You know, I really thought during quarantine I would have to go back and watch some like older stuff that I had missed, but I don't think I've really done a whole lot of that. Um, I think I've watched mainly newer stuff. Uh the politician, the politician, season the new two. season of that. Let's talk about the new season of the politician is heads and shoulders above the first season. I've only
0: watched episode one. That's what's
1: Judith Light on my and list. Bette Midler as his opponents are hysterical. Bet, it's so Bet much Miller, better. Bette
0: Midler. Uh, well, I watched the first episode. She
1: was carrying that first episode. And the girl who plays Astrid, Man, I don't I know her name. I could watch her in anything. Lumi well,
0: mean Malik's boo thing, unless they brought. I thought you were
1: about to say sister, and I was no. like, what? Um, man, we I, that's all I can think watched,
0: of. <laughs> we watched uh, Little De- Women, Def West, uh, Spring Awakening. Yeah, don't ask where we watched it. We also <laughs> cool. watched Little Women. Will's already seen it. I hadn't seen it. He told me it would be a warm hug. I disagree. It is a warm hug. Listen, how is that movie listen, not a warm some hug? Some of it was a warm hug, and some of it was a little rough.
1: It is an, um, I <laughs> I, I think there are a lot of people who, <laughs> I'm not calling Colin one of these people because Colin watches a lot of different kind of movies. But guys, some people when they watch a movie they say this movie is sad. Well, there's a difference in emotional and that. sad. I wouldn't say that. That's not a
0: sad that movie. That movie
1: has emotional moments, but it overall, and it Timothy Chalamet, it did is a it again. warm, embracing sort of film.
0: That little boy, and
1: I'm obsessed with <laughs> Greta Girl. <Gerwig. laughs> that little
0: Italian shoe turned into a boy. Um, we also watched um that Pete Davidson movie. What was it?
1: Oh gosh,
0: My what was it? Called? was here for that?
1: Um, yes, Austin joined us. Big time adolescence. adolescence. I would say if you don't think you would like <laughs> looks that kill, <laughs> try that movie. I would say that it was only enjoyable. I don't think it was profound. We also watched Isle of
0: Dogs. He fell asleep through half of it, but
1: um, I did not fall asleep through half of it. I think I missed about thirty minutes. You missed the sushi scene, which is the best scene in the movie. I think I got the gist of it though.
0: It was just the animation that was the top-notch stuff. Mm, interesting. Um, well, there was something else we had just. Re- uh, we watched that movie. Austin always sings praises of <laughs> that the DJ movie guys. It and was, it was, was d- so. It was, it was good. a DJ movie <laughs>
1: starring Zac Efron called We Are Your Friends. Right. Um. Definitely, definitely had low expectations. Definitely, definitely enjoyed it much more than expected. I expect had super
0: then. low expectations. Because, like, my brother's got the same sensibilities as me, but, like, when he was like, it's this movie about DJs, I was like, Austin, come on, man. And we watched it, and it was good. It was really good. But I, I don't know. I, other than that, I've just been...
1: Have you watched well, anything? Have you watched anything? Th- and then like let, maybe this is a good wrap up for the watch list. Have you watched anything that you're just like, eh? I'm not watching I'm not finishing this. I don't think so. You hadn't started something and you're like, no. Nah.
0: You mean like ever?
1: No, in this in the quarantine. No,
0: no, not not in quarantine. Because I um most of my stuff so like when I'm I'm very much so into video games, so, like, I've had video games that have been either updated with DLC or The Last of Us 2 just came out, which was an incredible video game that I get wrapped up in for a while, so that, that's what kind of keeps me, but really, Will was talking about 13 Reasons Why and how a lot of it's problematic, and so I was like, I need to watch this, so I had watched the first season in college But I had not watched any of the rest. So the fourth season came out, so I was like, I'll just go ahead and do it. And so now I'm into season four, and instead of just downing Will's opinions, I'm starting to agree with him more and more as (laughs) the series goes on. Well, because here's the thing, guys. Listen, these kids are incredible actors. A lot of them are. A lot of them really can carry their own. They're great. But, like, it's just the writing and, and some of the things they do, it's just very problematic, and it's, like, something that, like, high schoolers would probably not do and don't need to do.
1: Well, it's like... I, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but there are things that these kids cover up that make lots and lots of people unsafe. Right. And that's just not okay. Um, but I would say the thing that has surprised me that I watched in quarantine is I watched two seasons of the Netflix dating show called Dating Around, oh, which I loved. Y'all, it's the most real dating show I've ever seen. It's a fun show. It's it's there are one, some hard episodes. There's like one person who goes on four or maybe five blind dates. It's five people. It's Five one different nights. With five people. One person goes on a date, a first date with five different people, five nights in a row. And they wear the same. They outfit. wear the same outfit, oh. which is very confusing. But it's it's definitely because of how they edit the show. Because they edit the show, and you're like, seamless. wait, who who are we with right I'm now? Talking about
0: seamless. Yeah, like, it's kind you of do not incredible. Know
1: what is what almost. And then. And then at the end of the show, they decide who they're going on a second date with, and it is so intriguing. And you never, because here's the thing: is like they might like more than one person, but at the end, they could still only pick a second date with one person. Or nobody. So it's like who might? I wonder. Like I wonder if there are any people who like they went on the second date with Brian, but they, you know, after that second date with Brian, they texted yeah. Chad or whatever. You know, someone um, don't pick anybody. Well, that's. I only think that, that happens on one episode, and well. it was it was juicy when it happened. And then some people Too much leave, a a, <laughs> leave a date in the middle of a oh date. Oh, so rough. Oh, man. it was hard. Um, but it's really, really enjoyable. But the thing that I started watching and did not finish, and I'm talking I didn't even finish an episode, So maybe I didn't give it a fair shot, but I was kind of excited about Space Force on Netflix with Steve Carell and Lisa Uh, Kudrow.
0: I haven't heard a lot of hype for it.
1: I watched like 15 minutes and was like, I'm going to find something else.
0: Well, even though you're not in this camp, I think there's a lot of people that they thought like, hey, if we make this thing with Steve Carell, all the office people are gonna come over because it's the same producer as the office. I know, but, but I don't You're think not that's in that
1: camp, so it's like But I don't think that's a I don't th- I really don't think that was their thinking. I thought they thought I think they heard about Space Force and thought and like, this, this is, is really a funny thing. And so we can make a good comedy out of it. And but I just didn't find it I didn't there wasn't really much humor yeah. It, not even in a mic, like, I mean, obviously, not he wasn't even playing like, Michael Scott. Not, not even a yeah. sarcastic. There was, like, it, it just, and maybe I didn't get far enough into it, but like, this, it opens with him being t- like named a four star general. He's very excited, and then he finds out he's not getting the Air Force, but they're creating a new force, and he's disappointed. And it's just like, I, I, it, and also, like, you've got Lisa Kudrow. Use her. And they just had not in the yeah. in the episode that I saw.
0: One thing, um another thing I watched was uh Disney's return to hand drawn animation, Princess and the Frog. I watched it for the first time. You've never seen it? I'd never I'd like know about it, but like I never watched it. You know
1: about it because Colin Googles the endings of No, things. I didn't Google
0: the ending of that one. It was kind of sad. But it's just like To see, like, I, I didn't, like, at the time, I didn't understand, like, the importance of, like, what Disney was doing at the time about, like, they're gonna, you know, have a black girl as the princess. Like, that was monumental. They were returning to hand drawn animation, which was monumental because, like, every movie they had done since, I think, after Tarzan, after Tarzan, none of the animated movies were hand drawn anymore, they were all digital. So, like, to go back to that hand drawn animation, and y'all, my God, if there is not a better city than New Orleans to set something in, like, I just have a love for New Orleans that runs deep, and I don't even know where it comes from. But, like, just that culture um, of, like, jazz and, like, food, and just New Orleans was just a really good place to put that movie. And I, I really thought it was a really good movie. So, if you I haven't think it's seen a you great can watch it, great yeah. movie. Oh, my God. The goodness. music was it's it's beautiful good. to it was look good at. music. At
1: uh, the music is great. Oh, it was just anyway. Good. good movie. So, go watch Princess and the Frog if you so I have. And don't Google the end. One of the most beautiful moments in any movie I've ever seen is in that movie. Yeah. And I know exactly what you're talking about, too. And I just can't deal with it. Like, it's so well written, it makes me upset.
0: Yeah. Also, here's a quick question. We're getting off the watch list. I just have a question because I've been picking at my feet. How do you feel about barefootedness?
1: Um, I I don't. Hey, don't pick at your feet. That's weird and gross. Well, you're. Why do you do got that?
0: Skin on your couch. Huh? Nothing. But why do you do it? I'm just kidding. I didn't what are you skin. doing it? What are you doing no, 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 to do no. it? So, y'all, I'm not kidding. Since I was. But no, no. Answer my question.
1: What are you doing when you're picking at your feet? Oh well, I don't even know what well you're they, doing. They
0: crack they crack and like they get little danglies and you gotta get rid of them
2: since, since
0: I was four I have literally been walking barefoot everywhere I go you can ask will there was one day I got in my car and drove to cotton Hall barefooted and had to turn around and go back to Arlington and get my shoes like I just there's something just about walking barefooted everywhere that has just been just so I connect with the earth I don't even know how to explain it it's like Something about feeling things with your toes. just It's like a visceral thing. <laughs> Will's face is like, I'm not having this. But it is so true. But the problem with it is I literally could probably try to drive a railroad spike through the bottom of my foot and it wouldn't go in. That's how hard and callous the bottom of my feet are. You and Really? Okay. So whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Go ahead.
0: Uh, so now that I've gotten older, the callous has started to grow, like, around my foot, right? So when you, the callus comes up on the sides to make way C- for new Colin, skin...
1: Colin, please stop, or you're never, ever going to get a girlfriend. The, the description of that has to end. We are going to go... We're going... To, well, you got, Ladies, I'm going to take Colin. We're going to get him a pedicure, and then we're going to get him one of those little sander things and some lotion, and we're going to handle this. I will fi- I will break him of picking his feet before well, you go no, on a no, date no, with him. No,
0: no, 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 no! I don't pick my feet all the time. I'm just saying you shouldn't like, pick your feet ever. Yeah, now that I've gotten older, they've started to like crack.
1: Yeah, which means you're not doing it right. <laughs> okay, maybe not. And also, I don't. I I'm not a. Look, the floors at Cotton Hall will destroy your feet, not just the bottoms of your feet if you're barefoot, but I'm talking if you don't have arch support, you're toast. Walking on that concrete even with like tennis shoes will screw up your whole body. So I am not about barefootedness and I'm not about flip flops. Flip flops are like a very rare occasion for me because they do nothing to support you and they're really bad for your feet and your whole body. Well now I will wear flip flops in certain occasions. The beach, you know, every now and then I wear them one day, but Right. I also don't like having, like, when I get home and the bottom of my feet are black. Like Walmart That's feet. gross. Yeah, I don't like that. Well,
0: like, another thing is, like, I like having a shoe that I can get on and off really easily, unless it's wintertime, because then I'm wearing vans. But, like, during the summer, I, wear, I, I used to wear flip-flops everywhere, and I was one of these people who was like, oh, I'm not getting Chacos because everybody has Chacos. I can't, I'm not buying into the system. Doesn't the clacking of flip-flops bother you? Yeah, everything about flip-flops bothers me, but they're the easiest thing to get on and off. So I was like, this is it, because I can be barefoot all the time, and if I need to go in the store, I can just put on flip-flops. But now I have Chacos, and now my feet are tanned like Chacos, <laughs> and I don't know if I like it or not. It's like an aesthetic. Look at them. You see the little Z? No, I see it. (coughs) So, like, I don't know if I like this aesthetic or not. I I feel like it makes me too granola, and I'm not
1: granola at all. Well, you only have one option, and that's to wear shoes. Ah, I can't do it. (laughs) This is one of those stories that Colin tells. This is what I was talking about, the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves. You can wear shoes. You choose not to. So either (laughs) embrace the choice or don't. Well. But don't say that you can't or that it's part of you, because it's, it's part not. Of me. No, <laughs> it's a part of me. <laughs> no, uh. um, I do need some new sneakers though, because I really think I have worn these into the point that they don't even. I think it's like I'm walking on a piece of like cardboard, like Cheerio, like it's like I'm Cheerios. walking. Cheerios. <laughs> it's like the bottom <laughs> of my foot is <laughs> if you took a box of Cheerios, emptied it, and squished the box. I think that's what the bottom of my shoe feels like. Oh, huh. that's not fun. Well, that's where I'm feeling. Mm. Colin, what are your final words?
0: Uh I think my final words are uh I won't say <coughs> that I have some buddies, but we'll have some buddies that started a new podcast and I'll throw it out there just so give you some more listening space. But um Will Cobb and Dalton Causey have a podcast called Third Best about your third best friend. So uh I've I've listened to their first episode. I think their second episode might have come out today. It came out today, yeah. Uh and I just I think they're interesting dudes to listen to. They, yeah, I know, you know I have think new take. they have a I think uh, we'll also get them
1: on here and we'll maybe try. vice versa. We'll at take some point. Sure try. Um <laughs> we'll bring anybody on for the right price well for free. <laughs> And then we will not bring for anybody own, on. For Look, My last words are this. If you just got the idea that you can be on this podcast, because Colin said we'll have anybody on it, and you think you're about to send us a message and be like, I want to be on the podcast, okay, maybe not anybody. let's be real. The chances that we're going to invite you on the podcast are slim. The percentage of people we know that have been on this podcast is very low. It is very slim. I, if you want to tell us that you want to be on it, you can. But honestly, when people tell me that, that makes me want to have them on here I less. God, oh so you. just be interesting, <laughs> and maybe we'll ask you. Bye, guys. See you later. No. <laughs> no. Go check out their podcast. It's called Third Best. Uh, Colin. I, I'm
0: sorry. Th- I'm sorry. Listen, already listen, said listen. this. Listen. I'm sorry.
1: He is, y'all, he's trying to extend his last words past mine. He wants the last word. I'm about to slap you in but the mouth. He's already said this. He's just repeating the
0: same thing that he said. Thank you for waiting so long for us to get back. We will be back on a weekly schedule now. I will force Will to do this podcast. Don't I act week. like it was just his me. fault. He's been acting like somebody pissed in his Cheerios. Bye. And I'm about to <laughs> go. I'm leaving Thank my own house. Listening. We'll see y'all next week.